Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Conversations with Tara and Ryan. My name is Ryan McAniff, and I'm joined with... And I am Tara Ballman, and I am taking over the intro today for Ryan, because we are with one of my favorite guests from our Atlanta chapter, Helen Shearer Diamond, who is the Community Outreach Director for two funeral homes, and also what we like to refer to here as our Networking Ninja. So welcome to the show, Helen. Thank you both. I'm so honored to be on. And Community Outreach Director for two funeral homes allows me to um, educate a lot of people when they don't want to face their mortality. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into this career and how you found NAIPC there in Atlanta. You all are one of our oldest chapters and most active and um, always active and growing. So we'd love to hear what you're doing there and how you got involved as well. Thank you. Um, I had lost my parents by the time I was age 28. And so I learned the importance of pre-planning, planning ahead. They were immigrants and they had um, their legal documents in place. They had their funeral arrangements in place. I lost them in 1988. And um, my brother is three years younger than me. And I was very proud that they knew to plan ahead. How I got into this, I've been um, a, uh, a marketing specialist, a supervisor. I've worked at Pennsylvania Blue Shield, at IBM in technology. Then I got a job with uh, an, a law firm in estate planning. So I learned about the importance of legal documents. And then I was asked to um, join the funeral homes in a job, and I accepted it. And the one funeral home, Fisher Funeral Care and Cremation Services, is a member of NAIPC since 2014, uh, excuse me, since 20, um, 2010. We, our Atlanta chapter started in 2009, and I joined in 2014. Sorry, <laughs> got to get my date straight. I'm very proud of the five pillars of National Aging in Place Council to try to educate all of us, young and old, about what we need to do to avoid crisis mode. Yes, so when Ryan and I were talking about you coming on, he was thinking, why does a funeral home need a marketing director? And I thought, well, that's a great question to ask you. What What is it that you talk to when you go out and speak to families? Because that is not, a conversation most people want to have. No, and that's a great question. Thank you. Um, I go to networking groups for seniors. Um, they're business owners. They're wonderful networking groups here in Atlanta. A lot of wonderful um, professional business owners who are in our five pillars of National Aging in Place Council. And they wanted publicity because we knew the volume of um, older people that are going to pass. And they needed to know that Fisher Funeral Care and Cremation Services is there. Dressler's Jewish Funeral Care is there. The whole idea of knowing and planning ahead, especially when you're dealing with um, children that need to help their parents. So um, to answer your question, 
I literally go and I network. And I became the networking ninja because I don't interfere. I'm trying to connect the right dots. And I have a lot of my colleagues that tell me I'm good at connecting and try to get the resources to the right family members and try to get the resources to the right people that want them and know about it ahead of time. When I'm at a presentation that I've been doing, I usually start off with, I know none of you want to talk with me. <laughs> However, if you want to avoid problems and you had not thought about the financial stress and the emotional stress, then please understand I've got the compassion. I try to help you with options. I want you to know all your choices in life. I want you to put it in writing. And the next thing you know, they are relaxing. I also say to them, you have to face your own mortality, but I'm, I don't have the power. So all you're doing is paperwork and putting it in writing the way you want it so that the wrong person or the right person doesn't do the wrong thing for you. It's your options in life. And they seem to relax then and listen. What is the item that you find that is most overlooked when people are pre-planning? There are actual estate documents. It's so important to understand that if you want to keep the government probate court out of your business, if you want to keep attorneys out of your business, if you want to save money for your loved ones, very important that you have your estate planning documents in place. And for our funeral homes, no matter which funeral homes, you need to have your medical advanced power of attorney to do the work for you when you pass. Yes. So that's a, a note to everyone that's listening. Make sure your paperwork's in order. And, you know, you think that educated people would know these things, but then you see like Prince who had all this money and all this estate that, I mean, his family is not going to have the benefit of because he didn't have his paperwork in order, right? And I'm sure you have a ton of stories like that where, where families just weren't prepared and they thought, well, it's not going to happen to me. And then it does. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about the book that you are in. Uh, one of our presentations a few months ago was Women in Financial Transition, and it was stories about women and issues they need to look at um, with their finances. And you were one of the stories in that book. So can you tell us a little bit about the story? Thank you for bringing that up. It's so important. I'm an advocate to help young people understand the mistakes, but also the successes that we all have. So Junko Horvath, who's the author, was smart enough to interview 50 of us Atlanta women. So our Atlanta NAIPC chapter, um, you know, thank you for having her talk. Um, she's been at book signings. We're trying to educate the young people from our mistakes and our successes. So my story has to do with inheritance. They also have different pillars that have to do with divorce, with selling a business, all the different aspects of our changes in life. And Junko recognized how important that is. 
Mine had to do with inheritance, as I shared with you. I lost my parents, my dad from a second massive heart attack in 1985, my mother from complications of breast cancer in 1988. I was 28 years old when she had passed. My brother, three years younger than me, and I inherited. I wanted people to understand that as a married lady, I needed to understand finances. I needed to know that pillar of National Aging in Place Council, where you need to know your finances, your assets, etc. And we bought a house, we bought a business, we did not save, we didn't put away for retirement or final expense insurance. So the whole idea was in the book, my chapter explains the mistakes I made and start thinking about your financial situation. Very important. We're getting older and one of the issues with inheritance is what to do with it. It's not a matter of just investing, it's thinking about all the different aspects of National Aging in Place's pillars. You need money for your home if you're gonna stay in place. You need money for socializing. You need money for transportation. The whole idea is you need money for the medical needs that people you know, are experiencing. And also um, the financial needs has to do with planning for crisis mode. We all say to the young people to save and to have, you know, six months, nine months worth of emergency monies. Um, we need to remind them. And this book is phenomenal. All of us 50 Atlanta women, you know, have our stories to share. And Junko calls it your money story, and it makes sense. Yeah, if you ever hear her speak, she talks about how everyone has a different money story based on your own personal experiences. So, yeah, it's very interesting. I was going to say, and having that extra money is going to make that crisis mode, if you don't plan for things, a lot easier than um, when something sudden happens and you realize that. Uh, passing away is still big business. There's still a lot of costs associated with that. And you need to have the money to be able to do that. Obviously, part of your reason of being part of the NAIPC and being involved is to help people stay out of that crisis mode. Um, but there are still people that are not going to heed those uh, warnings. And they say, it's never going to happen to me like Prince or Michael Jackson or list all the people that do that. Exactly. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, and then I know we also, I want to touch about the insurance, and she just brought that up a little bit. That's something else that you have your hands in a little bit is travel insurance. Is that right? You want to talk okay. to us about that a little? Thank you, Tara. I found that over the years, people don't recognize certain things, like if they go and they go to another country or they go on a ship, a cruise, they think about getting travel insurance because of becoming ill or coming back, you know, from an injury, but they never thought that if somebody died, what are they going to do? And so I am an advocate for Inman Shipping Travel Protection Plan, 
and I try to help people. It's a way to recognize that anything could happen, and I want people to avoid the problems. So um, we have what we call the unthinkable, and we don't want to have the conversations, but what would you do if you were in another country and your husband or your wife had a heart attack and died? What would you do if, gosh forbid, your husband or your wife or your travel partner or your child suddenly died on a cruise ship? Or even if you're in another state here in the United States, what I try to help people do is get coverage so that they can, if they're 75 miles away from home, even in another state, we make it easy and very affordable to bring back their, their loved one. It's just a matter of having this protection and even knowing what your insurances uh, cover. So yes, National Aging in Place Council it's very important with finances and insurance to know what you have and what your coverage and benefits and services are. And for all of those people out there that claim it won't happen to them, my mom died of cancer and she passed away um, about six months, eight months after she had her first episode. And that episode was on a cruise ship out over in Portugal in which she was playing Scrabble with my dad in their, their, their room on the, on the ship, and she had a massive seizure. And so we were lucky in the respect that they were just in port or about to be in port in Lisbon, which is where my uncle grew up. And he had contacts in the Red Cross, uh, the National Red Cross for Portugal that he was able to pull a couple strings and make sure she saw the right doctors and she he could translate through the Portuguese to explain what was going on and then uh, realized that, hey, all right, we can take a flight home to start trying to figure out what's going on with my mom because at the time we didn't know what was causing these seizures, which of course it was tumors in her brain, but these things do happen. And so I was sitting in Colorado working and I got a call from my dad and somebody said, I was in an office you know, back in the day when we were in offices and somebody said, Hey, your dad's calling. And I was like, that can't be good because it's probably like $7 a minute to call from a cruise ship. And that's when he was like, mom had a, had a seizure. Something's wrong. We're going to a Lisbon hospital and we're hopefully going to be home and 24, 48 hours. So these things do happen. And when you are abroad, it is that much more stressful to try to navigate those language barriers, those different hospital procedures. How do you pay for these things? Does insurance cover it? Or are they going to say you can't leave the hospital until you pay your five, six, seven, eight thousand dollar bill? All of these things can occur. And, um, you know, a lot of the people that are going overseas are older they're retirees where they're going to be having more the the odds are they're going to have more medical issues than people that are 18 to 35 or 40 or 45 that are going over there that are going to have those medical issues so i just figured i'd bring that up for listeners to say hey listen it does happen because it happened to me and my family thank you for sharing that ryan um the other thing is just knowing that the casket has to be found or the airline has to be aligned and the travel from the airport has to be adjusted. So 
you know, I'm just trying to make people think ahead of time and try to help avoid crisis. So. Yeah, and kind of along those lines, not to take us off tangent, but with their Medicare, when they go state to state, it can they can have different benefits as well. So insurance is something that's so important that people just think, oh, I have insurance, I'm fine. And then they realize when they need it, it's not exactly what they needed. <laughs> so um, I just want to bring up all of the, for those that are listening, you have NAIPC logos all around behind your head. I love that. I know that you're super involved there in the Atlanta chapter and you all do activities all the time. So do you want to talk a little bit about who you have there and, and what the activities are that you do to help seniors in Atlanta? Oh my goodness, yes. The organizations, the services, the senior centers, um, we are trying to get back in person, but we've been doing a lot of Zooming. We've been doing a lot of charitable work and donations. And I love all of our business owners from National Aging in Place Council because they connect with each other. They realize they're helping families as they reach out to these business colleagues and professionals. And they're helping to um, learn about all the different products and services. Insurance is one thing, but the whole idea of knowing how to share it, how to understand Medicare, how to understand home care versus home health care, how to have coverages for the right things. Um, they help each other here in Atlanta. And I just, I'm very proud to be part of our chapter. Our leader, Mary Lee Quinn, um, is also part of the Alzheimer's Association. We're very um, lucky to have good connections and people that really care. That's awesome. I know uh, a friend of mine, uh, is lives in Atlanta and his father took a tumble down some stairs into the basement just didn't have any way to call for help decided he was going to go up the stairs to call took another tumble and just destroyed his back and I called Jeannie Christensen Jeannie Christensen yeah from the Atlanta chapter and she took care of them she had all of her resources she put them in the best rehab facility and they literally worried about nothing where before when he called me, he's like, well, my sister's planning on moving from Washington because no one's here to take care of him and blah, blah, blah. And they were going to just change their whole life. And one call to the Atlanta chapter and everything was smoothed out. You know, they got the care that they needed, the, the housing that he needed, the insurance that was needed. So it was perfect. I love you guys in Atlanta. And you take care of my mom who lives there too, which I always appreciate. <laughs> Thank you, Tara. And I just want to make a correction. It's Jeannie Christian, and she owns aged care management and um, is very, very knowledgeable and helpful. And it's wonderful. All of our different business members, you know, within the different categories, we've been increasing the different categories. So all the business professionals online, I want to point out, have been what we call vetted are, you know, background checks, very important because we all really need to trust each other. A big thing with the seniors, of course I see this, has to do with the uh, scams and the frauds, and it's very scary. So I'm very proud to be a part of National Aging in Place Council where I'm working with real business professionals you can trust. 
And that's a great segue to if someone wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that? Both the chapter and you personally, if they want to connect with you and all of your networking there in Atlanta. Thank you so much. They can get a hold of me uh, through my phone number, um, 770-289-8964. They can get hold of me through my email address, which I can post in the chat or the blog or the podcasts in the future. And I do want to also point out that I had done a, an interview for a caregiver conference. My husband has MS and I'm very proud to know as a caregiver, a lot of caregiver support groups, a lot of people in hospice need help, a lot of people in different disabilities need help. So if you're facing the unthinkable and you all wanna avoid crisis mode, please reach out to Helen Shear Diamond networking ninja, community outreach director for two funeral homes, and advocate for helping in a crisis mode. That's awesome. And you can always find Helen on the directory on ageinplace.org. And she is a regular attendee at our events at NAIPC on the national level. So if you'd like to get to know her a little bit more, come to our virtual networking events because she is usually there. <laughs> so thank, thank you, Helen, for joining us today. This has been great. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And our members' profiles, um, when you go on to agingandplace.org, Please look us up by our chapters and you will find all of us business owners that way too. Sorry, Tara, I forgot to say that. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on, Helen. And thank you to all of our listeners. We appreciate you uh, giving us an opportunity to inform you and educate you on uh, the different options that you have out there for senior care. And of course, spotlighting the different members of the NAIPC. If you're interested in joining the NAIPC, please feel free to go to ageinplace.org. There will be a, a link there or a form there that you can fill out and uh, we can get in touch with you if you want to become a member. Other than that, thank you again, and we will catch you on the next one.